Okay, you there? Look, okay, Carla, you're on the air. Look. No, I already got you. You on the air. You on the air. We on the air. I just hit record, and we just going to have this conversation, you and I. I want to say, everybody, welcome to the Spiritual Workout. I'm your host, Minister Latasha Brown, and I have a special guest with me today. I have my niece, my 27-year-old niece. And um, I'm just going to say we can call this Conversations with Tati um, because her and I, we have like this this spiritual connection to where, where she's at in her life with God. She is trying to, she's trying to take these steps and um when she needs any for prayer and when she's uncertain about a lot of things in her life i ain't tasha try to teach her spiritually that to know that the spirit world is different from the natural world but in order to obtain what god is trying to teach his children and lead his children it's a process so i was just uh we were just talking about how I was telling her, she said, Ain't Tasha, I went to the podcast and I read your very first episode, which is called My Calling. And um, I, I tell, I had to tell her that the Lord wanted me to be very open. He didn't want me to, he didn't want me to hold anything back. He wanted me to really just tell my truth because it would help other people, other gay and lesbian people who felt like God didn't love them and that, you know, um, uh, that they felt like if they wanted to come to Christ, they wouldn't be shunned or, you know, somebody talking about them, they wouldn't feel embarrassed. They would really say, okay, God is calling me and I know I have to do this on my own, but now I at least have somebody I can relate to. And I told the Lord, that's who I wanted to reach. I really did. Not knowing how this platform would take off, the Lord just has always wanted me to be honest. So I just want to welcome everybody. And then I want to say, Tatiana, good morning. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning. Thank you so much for letting me be your first guest on the podcast. And you are a great host to me. You helped me find my spiritual way through life. Like you said, the calling. You helped me answer to that calling from God because you can hear God calling you but if you're not ready to accept that or you're not ready to walk that walk with God it's just it's just you don't you don't hear it you know like you ignore it you, you yeah you ignore it because you're not you're not ready for it yes always been. I've always been calling. he's always calling my name wow I, I ignore it and yes I, I from it but then that's when my life becomes the most chaotic for me like it's, amen it's crazy. so I, I when he starts to get that way i know this is happening to you because you detached so far from your father that's why this is going on wow i'm coming back to it and that's why you see me I, you are my go-to person because i know if i don't understand if i don't know what god is saying or did it is this or did it is that i know i can i can i can call my aunt and she'll get she'll she'll help me go through this. She'll help me understand what God is really trying to tell me in the walk that I'm trying to walk. And like you said, I was telling you earlier, earlier, I'm stuck right now because I'm trying to walk that walk with God, but I'm also still in the wilderness. And then sometimes when you when you are going to God and you feel in the wilderness, when you do something wrong, you feel so bad. Like, oh, that's what I'm going through. Like, I know that I'm not supposed to be doing this, and I know God is like, that's not you, Tatiana, you know better. 
I feel so horrible. So I immediately go, God, please forgive me. I just, I start repenting. Yes. So that's how I know I'm getting closer to God. Amen. I love God. I feel so, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You you will. Wow. 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 Ooh, hallelujah. Wow, my Lord. Ooh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna inject right there. And I, I I have to say one thing I love, like I tell her, my niece and I, we are exactly twenty. I told her today, we're exactly twenty years apart, a week and a day to the week and the day apart. That's how our birthdays are in alignment. But one of the things I I've we've always been uh, spiritual. She, she first walked me into the spiritual when I wasn't even ready for it. I mean, my would tell me things that would blow my mind, but one of the things that I tell her, I said, don't never let go of your foundation with God, because eventually what's going to happen is you're in process. Because one of the things that the Bible verse teaches us, for example, in Psalms, um, uh, and, no, in Matthew 6, verse 9, when we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done also in the earth just as it is in heaven. Give us our necessary bread today and forgive our debts just as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not to temptation. Now, see, this is the thing that I'm glad she is being awakened to is there are some people that they don't even look at it as temptation. See, if you, when once you notice, this is where I'm struggling. That's when God got you. Because when you are just sinning, you're not worried about what God is saying. You, you are ignoring the Holy Spirit. You're just doing you. You just, you're just in it. You know, like I tell people, I had never knew what the word backsliding was because when I was in sin, I was just sliding. It wasn't no backsliding. It was just, it was what it was. But I tell my niece this, you are being taken in process. I said, it's almost kind of like when you have a child, you, you ain't, that child can't automatically just eat meat. You got to start that child out on baby food. That child is eating baby food. First, and then it's, first it can be breast milk, then bottle, then vitamin D milk, and then they good. Then you can give them a French fry or chew up a little piece of meat. I know it sounds nasty, but mothers know what I'm talking about and put it in their mouth. You know, we just do like little birds, you know. So that's how I tell I tell all of my listeners, I tell everybody who come in contact with me, God is going to take you through process. You're going to understand because this is what he's trying to do. Just like the scripture says, let he who have an ear hear what the spirit is saying to the church. Come on, somebody. He's saying, let he let he who have an ear hear what I'm saying. That's what he told his disciples, and that's what he would say because Jesus spoke in parables. He didn't just come right out and say what he meant, but you knew when he gave you this parable, he know we can think. 
We can think for ourselves. So he knew. He said, all of those are mine. When I speak these words, they're going to come. And that's what I love about where my niece is at in her life. She said, I know I'm not perfect. She said, she said, and I know I, I fall short. She said, but then I know him. And this is what my, so my thing, what I love about her is, like I told her, when the Lord was calling me at my early age, I think I had to be no more than 23. The Lord literally sent, he would send his angels to come and get me. But one thing, like I told her, I didn't have anybody to buffer off of, bounce off of. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't, I didn't have anybody to turn to, especially nobody close. So I, I, I kind of felt like you, Tatiana. But like you said to Aunt Tasha, you said, Auntie, I know now I have you. And by you doing your best to stay grounded in God, then I know I'll see the world because I'm living in it every day. But I, I say to her, the difference is, this is the big but, you hear him. And eventually what's going to start happening is your love for him is going to override everything what sin is offering. That's what happened to me. My love for him, when I began to grow in the word, it's because I was reading his word and I saw how Jesus loved us. And I remember I would want to go and be sinful. And then whenever I would thought about doing something outside of what he would want for me, it would literally bring me to tears. So I felt repentance in my heart. So that's what's happening to her. Little by little, God is measuring it up to her. And I just tell her all the time, I didn't become, I didn't get baptized again until I was 40 years old. I became a minister at 41. Now, I don't want her to stay in the wilderness that long because she's a mother of two beautiful, beautiful uh, boys. And I have two wonderful great nephews that I pray over each and every day. And I thank the Lord that he had to teach me quickly what I needed to, to know because he was going to use me to, to break those generational curses and rebuke the devil by speaking life over them, teaching her to, to protect her and her boys and, and teaching them to Proverbs 22, six, train up in a child in the way that they shall go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. You got to put in the groundwork. You got to put in the seed work. And, and Tatiana, I, I just want you to share with the listeners how that uh, you um, doing your best to listen to God when you fall short. Don't worry about falling short because Romans 3.23 says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So even though Aunt Tasha is a minister, I'm still not good enough. I'm still nothing but raggedy. But because Jesus is my savior, when the most high God, he looked down from heaven, he don't see me. He see his son, Jesus. That's how we stay covered. Because still, we, none of us make the mark. I don't care if it's the Pope. I don't care if it's the, 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 the bishop in the church. He can have a million churches. We can never replace the son of God. And that's why I, I tell my niece, whenever you are going through things, don't the, the condemnation is from the enemy. Condemnation is from the enemy. God is going to love you through it. Because like I told my niece, you he's really going to take you through it. You're going to go through it because when you come out on the other side, 
what you had to go through and became victorious in, God is going to use that as a testimony. Because that's all the Bible is. The Old Testament. The Old Testament is just stories. Stories of how his chosen people kept turning away from him. Time and time again, the Bible said, and the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. But whenever he... Go, go ahead, babe. What you going to say? Yes. What's going to be better than that? You don't have it next to you. You have it in you. Now, I need you to see, because see, that's that's the visual. The Holy Spirit is not next to you. The Holy Spirit is in you. And what's going to start happening is the more you say no to the enemy, the more you say no to that flesh, then the Holy Spirit is, he. that's why I'm saying you're in process. There may be some things, you you only 27. Maybe let's say five years ago at 21, I mean, 22, you just, you just wouldn't have passed up. It's like, y'all got me mixed up. It's, it's going down. You hear me? But now, yeah, amen. I'm just keeping it real. That's why I'm glad we are having these conversations with Tatiana. You know, that's because it's real talk, you know, and that's one thing that, that I love about my niece is I love all of y'all because y'all are living out loud. You know, y'all are just a generation to where, like I said, the freedom, first of all, the freedom that y'all have, we really didn't have that freedom. We just didn't have it. And I see now, I thank the Lord that he held the waters back for me, because if the Lord had given me this freedom, like the freedom y'all have, I would have drowned. I would have OD'd. I would, and I tell people this all the time. I know me. I would have OD'd. It was too much. And so when I look at all of them, 
every last one of my nieces and nephews, what I thank the Lord for is if they say, who do we know who's doing their best trying to live right? Because first it's going to be your family. Most of the time, you try to look for somebody in your family before you go outside in the world. That's just period. Because for me, it was my big mama. So when she died at 19 years old and left me, I felt, I said, Lord, what am I going to do now? Who's going to teach me the way? And I'm telling you, I mean, for some years, I, 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 w I didn't know if I was going to make it. I was like you, Tatiana. I didn't know. I was so, my, my spirit was so, uh, uh, broken and downcast. I didn't, I couldn't even see it. But what I loved about that was God would do a quick work in my life within 11 years. I had my awakening at 30 years old with God. So that's how when I sit up here and I'm by myself and I think about it, I think how fast his mercy pursued me. He pursued me. And that's one thing I just, I, I told my niece too. When you go to Psalms 23 and you go to, let me, let me go to the verse and I, I, this is one of the things I taught my niece, this one too, because I told her, I said, you have to look at the Bible is, you know, different translations and different words. They mean different things. Uh, I, I was telling her Psalms 23 was my mother's favorite verse. I mean, Bible verse. And I didn't really understand it for many years. I was like, why mama like Psalms 23 so much? So when the Lord had to awaken me to one of the things the Lord says, and it is in Psalms 23, verse 6, and it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, that is an English translation. When you go to the Aramaic translation, it says, uh, and I'm, I'm going to read it and put my glasses on. It says in the Aramaic, it says, Your kindness and your mercies pursue me. All the days of my life. And I told my niece, I said, there is a difference between the word follow. Follow, you can just, you know, you just moseying along. And you're like, okay, do, 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 do. But when you use the word pursue, I said, that's a totally different word. I said, pursue is following with intent. There you go. So when, when it says, and I'm telling you, when that jumped out at me in that translation, I like to feign it. And what people don't realize, and I'm going to have to, I'll get, I want to get you, I'm going to give you an Aramaic translation Bible. I want to get you that Bible because it, that language was pair, a sister language to the Hebraic language. See, a lot of people don't realize Jesus spoke Aramaic. Come on, somebody. So when you going to do an English Aramaic translation, it's going to be different. They're going to be different words. So when I told my niece, I said, what you don't realize is God is pursuing you. That changed her whole life. I hope I didn't mean to scare, but I had to let her know he never going to leave you. Now you may walk off from him, but he ain't going to leave you. That's why you keep having these awakenings. I said, and one day he's just going to bust it wide open. Because he ain't going to be playing with us no more. He's not going to be playing with you no more like he did me. He came to me one minute right now. This was the place. Right here in Wiley, Texas. 560. Right here. This little mobile home community. What's the place? He met me. And he said, I'm going to give you a choice. He said, you can have the world. He said, you can have your sin. But this is what he also said in a second breath. 
He said, I can't go with you. Oh, and I started crying. Now do you understand? I came to that cross in the road. He said, he said, you can have it, Denise. But he said, I can't go with you. And that's when I said in my heart, I don't want it. I said, I want to go if you ain't going with me. Because see, he done been with me all this time in my life. He had been with me up to 40 something years, 30, 39. He never left me. But when we got to that point in the road, he said, Latasha, I have come as far as I come with you. You got to choose life. And because he had never left me, I said, I can't do this without you. And I had tears in my eyes because that scared me. I don't know. I wouldn't know how to live without him. Because he kept me when my own mother and father forsaked me. Ooh, and, and my niece had a revelation last night that almost blew her away. And I did I never know she I never knew she didn't know what she know. We're not gonna tell our secret, but I never knew she didn't know it. And when she found out about it, she was like, You wait a minute, you're not just gonna say what you just said. I said, it was what it was. Come on, somebody. See, it, it, it was what it was. It was what it was. It was. Come on, somebody. I had a friend in, in high school used to say, what you mean it wasn't was? She said, what you mean I didn't when I did? See, that's the way it was in my life. And that's why I tell my niece, I have to be a living witness because if, if it wasn't for the Lord, I may would have blew my brains out. If it wasn't for the Lord, I would have just gone and took the naproxen, the whole bottle, with, with a Heineken. Come on, somebody. Because at that time, that's my favorite beer. You can tell me nothing. Heineken. <laughs> I didn't do the cheap beer. Come on, somebody. Because Heineken is expensive. Come on, somebody. I remember tasting Heineken, and I was like, wait a minute. This ain't slish my liquor. Look. <laughs> Let, let me quit. Let me come up out of that. But I'm just telling the Lord, the Lord knew me. And that's why I'm, I'm just, amen. And that's why I tell my niece. So when she have these awakenings, hallelujah, she, she ain't, I don't care what time. And sometimes she just scared me. She just, I look up and see her. I have a picture on the, 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 the call ID. So I see, I said, Lord, ain't a baby got a moment. She having a moment. What you need? And I'm, I tell her, I love the fact that she is walking through this process with God because I'm telling you, I had no idea. The Lord never gave, I only have one child and that's a boy. And I'm grateful for that. But I always wanted a daughter. I'm not lying to people. And I think she may have did it. I, I wanted a daughter because of her. But the Lord has just, all of my life, she has been more than a daughter to me. And I, and I know that she thinks she got it going on now that the Lord, by the time she, oh, hallelujah. She going to be in front of the pulpit at 37. Forget, forget 47. Because the Lord, this is how the Lord, because this world is growing so cold and away from God, what God is doing, he's doing a new thing. And what he's doing now is his spirit is going through and fro, to and fro the earth. In Chronicles, it said that, that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro in the earth. He's looking to see who he going to use. He's looking to see who's crying out for him. He's looking to see that. And I believe in my heart that he, he saw Tatiana. He seen her. He didn't forget her. But then when she cried out, he had to look. But he's like, wait a minute. Is that my child? Hold on. You know how you, if you ever been in a daycare, 
And that'd be so that'd be so many kids. You done went to the daycare and there'd be so many kids and you looking for your little one. You looking around. You're like, wait a minute, I got my baby. Where my baby? That's how the God, that's how God do his children. See, he, the Bible said he come out of his temple. He looking at earth when he hear us cry out to him. He say, wait a minute. I hear my daughter. Wait a minute. Where's my, where's my son at? Uh, hold on. Hold on. He know who's his. You know, and I tell people, and I, I, I'm going to let you, people decide on their own, but you have to understand. The Bible said that the Lord knew, the Lord gave Adam, Cain, and Abel. Come on, somebody. I got, I got, I'm going, I'm going, I got to teach this real quick. The Lord gave Adam, made in the image. We're made in his image, but he gave him Cain and Abel. Gave him two boys. And some theologians think they were twins. Now that's what, ooh, I don't even want to get on that revelation. He said, they think they were twins. And this is what the Lord knew. He said, look, it said, in the, in the process of time, this is Genesis 4, 3. It said, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering. Look at what verse five said, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry and his countenance failed. That means his whole attitude got jacked up. But you know what the Lord told me when I go and read that God knew Cain's heart. They both bring in an offering to the Lord. Cain working the field, Abel looking over the sheep or the or the goats, and he 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 tending to his, but he get he gonna do the sacrifice, and Abel get a lot the best. He happy, smiling, cheesing. I done gave God my best. Well, Cain didn't want it done. Well, here, here it is. I done brought it to you. I you know what? And I'm gonna be honest, and I'm gonna pause right there. I have never wanted people to give me stuff like that. Have you, you know, you've been a sibling. You one of six kids, the oldest. Did, did you ever notice when, when your, your siblings would give you something or if they just came in there, like if they had nine laters and you say, can you give me a can they give to his sister? You can have it. But then some of them throw it across the room. Here, God get it or throw it on the floor. Yeah. And you'd be like, wait a minute. You, so you done threw the candy for real? You done threw it on the floor and then walked off. <laughs> you know, you someone would give you the candy and maybe kiss you. Mm, yeah, sister, you you want here? You want the whole pack? And you looking like, no, I don't want to take all your candy. Look, <laughs> you do. I know. Look at that. you, And I'm going to tell you something. Record that. Record that in your heart. Not because I now done gave you the story. Remember, we got, remember, we all are God's children. The Lord said Abel was happy in his heart. He just was excited to give God his first and his best. Come on, somebody. But I just say that to people. But, you know, I, I tell you, I, I just enjoy like I tell them. The Bible teaches us that no man know the time nor the hour. And what I have to tell my nieces and nephews is cry out to the Lord. Let him know in a whole honesty. You ain't got to tell nobody, but tell him. 
how you feel. Because when God got me alone, he, first of all, he knew me all my life, but he waited for me to come to him. He right there. And my life ain't never been the same. I, 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 I tell people now, I live by faith every day. This plague done came through. I'm only working 10 hours a week. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. And the Lord, but I hear the Lord say, trust me. Period. And I say that with my niece. And that's one thing that I love about her because she's able now. She's in that. She, she, he ain't finished with her yet, but she's been testifying of his goodness. And so when she picked up the phone, she said, ooh, ain't it? Ooh, ain't Tasha? You know, I, I had an awakening with him. And I'm telling you, I, I love how you said it, niece. You said, ain't it? I don't believe. I just didn't believe I, I deserved his love. We don't. But this is how he know if you are sincere. See, that's what true repentance is. That's why I tell you, you're in process. But when that moment come, it's going to bust it wide open. True repentance. Repentance. I'm going to give you the what, what my little definition I wrote on the wall. It said repentance is it's an honest, heartfelt apology to God for offensiveness in my life toward him. I first must understand the truth about what offends God. I must know what I actually did and apologize for that. See, that's hear what I just said. You have to know. See, I can't be repentant if I don't know what I'm repenting about. See, so that let me know I got to know something about him to offend him. That's just like you and I have this relationship. And I, I there's something that you don't like. And then I do it. I know about it. Say, for example, we say, for example, I, I come to your house and you say, ain't it? Uh, I don't like uh, I don't like you cooking fish in my kitchen. So I know this. So I go in anyway, cook the fish house thinking and cause you know, use some fish. You just smell fish, you know, shrimp or something, you know, whatever. So you be like, ain't it? I told you, you know, you 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 just went ahead and did it anyway. You didn't care that it offended me. If you had never told me what offended you, we would have been good. But you told me what offended you. See, that's the way it is with God. As a child, I grew up in the church. And when it got to a certain point in my life, I already knew. Nobody could tell me. That's why me and my niece laugh when we talk about gay marriage. Because I knew I wasn't supposed to be doing none of it. But when it got to that part, I had to take a step back. I said, no, I can't, I can't, I can't go with you on that devil. That that's and I have to be honest and I tell people because I knew the Lord. Now, if I didn't know God, if I wasn't raised up in the the, the Methodist, the Holy Ghost Church, which in them to and be them, I knew him. Because the Bible is still the Bible. I don't care if you went to an ecclesiastical church, uh, the word is still the word. The Bible said that the, the grass withers. The flower fades, but the word of the Lord never changes. So I don't care what church I was in, when the word was brought to me, the truth of it, I had to pay attention. You know, the Bible said when a man and woman come together, they become one flesh. That's scary. That is scary. So he didn't say when a woman and woman come together and a man and a man come together, they one flesh. He said when a man and woman come together, they become one flesh. That was scary. So here you go. I'm already sinning. I told my niece, we laugh about that. I said, now listen now. I said, I already got enough to answer for. 
I don't. Come on, somebody. I can't stand in in, in, in the church blow up. I, Because, see, God knows you. See, the reason you are repetitive in your heart, niece, is because you know God. And you care. See, everybody else got that special relationship. Your relationship with God is so tailored to you. Oh, hallelujah. Like you said, everybody else be caught up in it. And you be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Wait a minute. Let me get up. I got to go home. Let, let me get up out of this. Because you know. And what I love about the Holy Spirit and I love about her, her testimony and her witnessing to me. He come, he 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 he's so gentle. Ain't he? Ain't he Tatiana? He's so gentle. He he'll just say, he he'll just say, now you you know. And see, and that's why I tell you I want to continue to have that relationship with him because when wherever you fall short, he already knows. But the thing he wants you to do is come to him to say, Lord, make me stronger. You know, I couldn't put that down yesterday, but Lord, you can let me get in your word. Your word is you. When I get more of you in me, then I know what I can let go of. And I know that, yeah, at first it was a problem. But now, because I've been in your word and your word has strengthened me, then it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. So I just want to thank you, niece. I'm not going to take too much of your time because I know you got to get ready this morning. And I just love you in the Lord. And I thank you for being a guest. And, and if you want to come on again, you, you are welcome too. And we're going to, we're going to, we, yes, we're going to, we, so we're going to prayer this morning. Um, before we, we let all this go, we're going to go and thank the Lord for this Saturday morning. Most gracious and loving Father, we just thank you this morning. <clears throat> in the match, we come to you in the matchless name of your only begotten Son, Yeshua of Nazareth. And Lord, we just thank you because you first loved us. Father God, we thank you because you let your only Son down the cross to cover our sins, the sins of the world. Not just my sin, not just Tatiana's sin, but all of our sins, Father God. And we thank you because you are in help in the time of trouble and all of our needs. So, Lord, as we go today, we ask that you continue to strengthen us, can, uh, continue to strengthen and bless this United States, and, and continue to let your word go through the airways and touch your children that are needing to come home and those that are just afraid and timid because they don't have anybody to go with. So, Lord, I pray that this this conversation today and that this this podcast continue to bless and raise up your children. And in Jesus' mighty name, we shall forever pray. Amen. Okay, niece. Well, I love you. Just brought the dog in and, and pray y'all have a blessed morning. And I... I Okay, and thank you again. Okay, love you. Okay, bye-bye.